and thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Doc, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed with your host, Chris Simmons, the Agency Accelerator, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. And on the podcast today, we've got Lee. Hello, Lee. How are you doing? I am fantastic, Chris. Thank you. How about yourself? Not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. I think uh, I've I've been pinned to this desk all day long, and I'm not sure why. But <laughs> I've been recording podcast after podcast after podcast this week. It's, it's people just like listening to the sound of agency owners' voices. Uh, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Lee, for those who don't know you, give us a bit of a an elevator pitch. Who are you? What agency do you run? <laughs> What yep. do you do best? Just you never know, a client might be listening as well. No, absolutely. So my name's Lee. I'm the MD of HF Agency. HF Agency are a agency development partner uh, based in the Northwest. And we act as that additional development resource for our fellow agencies out there, sort of as and when they need it. Um, so yeah, specialize in all things PHP, WordPress, Shopify, Laravel, you name it, there's not really much that our team here can't do, to be honest, but very That's quick awesome. animated page, there we are. That's awesome. And, and and were you originally on the tools, should we say? No, not, not myself. Uh, of ah. course, my business partner, you can hear rattling around behind me there. Uh, <laughs> he was. Um, I came in, well, during the start, me and Dominic worked together back in a with another white label agency good some time ago um and i am now sort of overseeing the commercial aspects of it account management sales finances hr yeah you name it with respect with 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 respect to your business partner the reason i ask that is because you're holding a conversation and making eye contact yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i love you developers you do help me a lot but um you can you can certainly tell a developer from a mile away oh absolutely Um, how long, how long has the agency been going for? Uh, just a little over four years now. And and you've still got all your hair. You're looking relatively young. It must be yeah. going well. So what well, would you, you say? This is real, but yeah. Oh, okay. It's glued on, is it? <laughs> um, so so what would you say out of all of those four years has been one of the you know the biggest successes that you've seen since you uh, started? Yeah, I would say that the sort of biggest success we've seen uh, – is is really the growth of the agency mm-hmm. as to you know how many, how much we have grown in such a short amount of time you know mm-hmm. we've been going now just a little over four years we're now a team of twelve um, you know got the lovely new offices here you can see just be in the door behind the door behind me there um, is an even bigger space where the devs sort of work from um, but yeah it's just really the growth and the amount of agencies we're working with and you know the growth of our reputation really as well just for you know the quality work we provide and, and and the service we do um but to do that in it just within four years when i was fully expecting it to take you know six seven eight years yeah. to get to where we are now it is probably the biggest success i've seen so far 
nice one. So, I mean, realistically, de- delivering quality, delivering what you say you're going to deliver yeah. is is why people keep coming back. And there is um, there is certainly a good gap in the industry for um, good development solutions that are support. That, I mean, if you get a, you are an agency, so if you get if you get how agencies work, which yeah. means that like that's why it works so well. Like you understand where the gaps in briefs come from and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And and it's easier to speak their language to their clients for them and so on and so forth. Um it, it's um it, it's a it's an interesting time on a development point of view because of all of the um the AI things that are coming up and all the tools and things like that. It must be really cool because you guys are you're you're on the cusp of being able to, you know, massively improve profit margins whilst also keeping lots of people in in decent jobs and keeping that quality going right yeah yeah 100 percent. and you know with the rise of ai and things like that and and don't get me wrong we, we do utilize ai where we can um because it is a, it is a fantastic tool to use mm. and you know i don't believe these horror stories that you know ai is going to replace developers or things like that um but it can provide really good guidance um yeah. stuff like that well, referring back to your earlier point there about we know you know how agencies work and because our clients are agencies it's really really easy to to converse with them to identify potential blockers in a project and things like that and you know be able to get them over the line a little bit easier than it would be if we were speaking to someone who really had no understanding of websites or how mm-hmm. they work and things like that um so to have that that insight into how our clients work and operate because we work and operate in the same way mm. is it, nothing but a massive plus and massive positive. That's awesome. Hey, voiceover guy here. <laughs> Me again. Minty Digital increased its net profits by 54% within six months with the OMG Accelerator program. Check out omg.center forward slash info. <clears throat> Sorry, Chris. Keep going. Crikey, you pay one guy on Fiverr one time and he keeps coming back. There you go. <laughs> um, so if you could go back in time, just over four years, just as things were kicking off and you could give yourself one piece of advice, what what advice would you give yourself? Yeah, for me me personally, I would say not to run before I could walk. I think, mm. you know, we, we saw the growth pretty early. We saw we we saw that capability to be able to really get ahead of ourselves and get loads of clients and things like that. But we, there were times where we didn't think about our internal process and how we work, you know, mm. how we manage clients and things like that. Cause our team was a completely different size back then. Um, and then we were, you know, getting all these great projects in big clients and, you know, everyone was fantastic. But then when it came to actually working on those types of projects, you know, when we didn't have that infrastructure that we have now, it was yeah. more difficult. Don't get me wrong, yeah. we still delivered because we'll always deliver, but it, it was just it's so many weekends and yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> late nights, yeah, late nights, weekends, everything like that. Um, but I think, you know, if we had the sort of infrastructure and the processes that we have in place now, like through the, the, the likes of Click of our project management system, HubSpot that we use, and things like that, it would have been so much easier. But mm. then in the projects that we classed as big back then are, you know, sort of middle of the road now for us. Um, but I would have much preferred to spend that time in the early days really refining our process. You know, what is our, what is our delivery roadmap? You know, how do we, you know, deliver service to clients rather than taking on these big yeah. projects and seeing the dollar signs and going, oh, brilliant. Yeah, we, we, we can smash this out of the park. And then it's sort of going off the tracks halfway through and, 
being a lot more stressful when you know my wife threatening to leave me and all of this (laughs) process um it would have been much easier just to have it all in place back again and say no to the bigger projects that we potentially just didn't have the infrastructure in place for yeah and i think that's a lesson that quite a lot of agency leaders um, face early days and you know cash flow is king um and you need lots of cash to flow in order to grow um but it's one of those things that you either learn like you have um and you know yeah. take it from there and you know you you sort of have a, a gut feeling for these kinds of things yeah um yeah. or um you don't and you have more problems down the line the um the interesting thing which um which often comes from it in the in the long uh, longer term is like a decent lead scoring process like you can you can get from the brief whether or not this is a lot of red flags or yeah. if the price if, if the price is right it's worth pushing a bit more if there's if if it's in a niche which you've worked in before that fits something you've already done before that means you can leverage things you've already done before then it's probably better than something that's brand new and really complicated just because it's shiny yeah. um and i know what development shops are like for, for wanting shiny things because uh, agents <laughs> digital marketing agencies seo ppc people they want shiny things yeah. uh, developed as well so yeah would do you think you'd have listened to that advice though um, it's difficult to say because I'm really stubborn at the best of times, to be fair. Yeah. So I always think my advice is the best. Um, but yeah, I, I do believe so. I think if, you know, I was speaking to other agencies earlier on and them saying, you know, maybe you should approach it this way. 100% I'd listen to the advice. And I think that's got that's got us to where we are now. Obviously, mm-hmm. working with so many agencies. I think we work with, you know, close to 60 agencies now sort of across the UK, some international. Um, and working with these guys and learning how they do things has mm-hmm. given us additional little routes and little processes that we've added into our own workflow. So we've got the amount, our processes are the amalgamation of 60 agencies and the way they work. And we picked out all the best bits and put it into one process. So it really, really does work. And I think gaining advice from sort of established agencies and things like that is nothing but a positive, absolutely. Yeah. And and product aside, because obviously your product and what you sell is based on the skill set of the people in the business. Yeah. How did you how how did you derive on the positioning focusing on agencies and focusing in that area? Because lots of lots of agencies marketing ones developers etc design etc that's a really hard thing um often it's like well we do seo for everyone and we do it in every way and how how did you get to that point where you were like it's only going to be agencies that's the fit for us yeah absolutely so hazrev was born of course because uh dominic my co-founder um he was at another quite successful white label agency uh from you know back in 2008 and things like that and they sort of saw the gap in the market um back then this is before i even got involved in the world of web Mm. um but they saw a gap in the market there to be that that development expert to you know they was giving all sorts of things off you know horror stories of you know offshoring and using freelancers Mm -hmm. and people just disappearing and dropping projects at at, at no notice whatsoever um so came up with the concept of you know let's just work for other agencies because you know agencies it doesn't matter you know how big your agency or how big your development team is more than likely there's going to be a need at some point for additional support and additional resources Mm -hmm. you know there's certain skill sets that that we have for example that the majority of our agency clients don't have they you know they can't provide that development expertise that we might be able to you know when it comes to the likes of you know custom integration development and things like that 
a lot of agencies can build a website, absolutely, but can they integrate it with the likes of Microsoft Dynamics? Possibly not. And that's not not for any fault of their own. You know, their focus is no, no, you've got your skills in the marketing. Yeah. Um, so this is where we sort of come in as the development experts. Um, and of course, Dominic um, sold out his shares in, in the other white label agency a good few years ago now and tried something a bit different. I've worked with Dominic at the other agency. Um, and again, I, I tried something a little bit different, just had my third child and I thought, you know, let's, let's go into AI. So, you know, I started a bit around AI and things like that, which was great. Um, but then COVID hit. Uh, <laughs> yep. Out of chance, me, me and Dominic ended up meeting up for a beer one day and HREP was born. That's awesome. And and and, and the fit, the, the 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 positioning and the fit works in this market for sure. Yeah. Um there's there is that there's a few there's a few businesses which do what you do, but having the fit and sticking to the fit is 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 how where you win. Yeah. Um, so is there anything that you guys um as a as an agency kind of regret doing that that you as soon as you learned it was the wrong way of doing it, you kind of have now made it either a policy or a process that that's helping you do well now? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I I would say it's recruitment. Uh, okay. the, the way we previously approached recruitment back in the day, and you know, we we did have some horror stories, you know, with you know getting a CV through, and it was our oh, brilliant, absolutely amazing on paper, mm-hmm. um, all good on that point of view, and then we send over a test project, and that would be brilliant, all right, excellent, offer the offer the person a job, let's get them in, let's put them on a decent salary, you know, because we want to keep our best devs and things like that. But they're not quite working out from, you know, maybe a, a cultural fit or maybe work ethic or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but it, by the time we realised that, it was too late, and, and it costs a lot. Yeah, it costs it costs a hell of a lot of money. So we changed the way we recruit quite aggressively. Mm-hmm. So the way we do things now is we have a very short. If we like the CV, we'll have a very short telephone interview with the person. Um, we'll actually invite them in for a trial period. Uh, mm. So it's a big trial. We'll bring someone in for a few days, you know, anywhere from two days to a week, five days sort of thing. Uh, pay them for their time based on, you know, their required salary and what they want. Because we just found that that gives us so much more to go on. Mm. You know, spend a few days with the development team, uh, a few days with the project management team, QA, they can really see how we do things. And it's not just a case for us to get a feel of how we feel about the campaign. Yeah, yeah. Also really to give them a feel of how we work. Because we are solely development, you know, our, our workflow is very much like a conveyor belt. Our project will come in and we'll get built, we'll get QA'd and it will go, and then you're on to something else. So it's a bit more fast-paced than what you see in your traditional agency. Yeah. Um, so get a developer to come in and work with us, really see how it works, for them then to make an informed decision or whether this mm. is what they want or it's not quite for them. But at the same time, for us to really get a good view on how they work, how they integrate with the team, what's cultural fit like, are they all getting on? Are they doing things the way that we require them to be done? Because we're a development agency working for agencies, you know, we're not just dealing with your your, your local butchers or your local yeah. merchants, things like that. So the people we're working with typically understand websites. So we yeah. can't skimp on quality. We can't cut corners. We can't do anything wrong. Our work has to be perfect. So we have to yeah. make sure the people in are going to be to that standard as well. Um, and I think bringing people in to do that trial has only done as well. Because since we've done that, we've 
only grown, you know, no no one's had to leave Href, which is great, you know. Yeah, like, that's that's yeah. nice, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's nice. It's a try before you buy style type approach yeah. in a in a nice way, of course. Yeah. And 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 that that works both ways, doesn't it? Because I guess if they don't feel comfortable within that week or a few days or whatever, yeah. um, then they've sort of lost nothing in a sense because they get paid for their yeah. time. But they've also kind of got the, uh, they might be a really good fit for skill, but not for, for the business. Yeah. And then you can kind of keep them on the list and say, hey, look, uh, if we ever get over capacity at a certain point in time, I know you're really good. So can we reach out and that sort of thing? It's you're building a bit of resilience as well for, for big spikes of new sales and all sorts of things like that. It's yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely. That also helps with onboarding that person as well. Cause you know, the, the child doesn't have to go perfect. We understand this, isn't it? You know, it's never going to be perfect. If it was, yeah. we'd have, you know, so many developers. Here. Um, but you know, it's never going to be perfect. And I think that that few days really helps us hone where we need to focus our sort yeah. of professional development with that person when they come in um, and also helps us lay out a roadmap of mm. what they need to do, what they need to learn, where they need to improve, or even, yeah. you know, what can we take from them? What, you know, what are they doing? That's better than what we're doing. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, for example, if we look at our lead developer, Tom, you know, he, he joined us very early back in um, 2019, uh, joined us as a junior developer, had, you know, yeah, good, some good exposures of WordPress and stuff like that. And now the guy's on lead dev, he's doing crazy custom integrations. He's building custom APIs and plugins and all curious minds make yeah. these things. Yeah. And he was, and- he was our first success story of that process of bringing him in for the trial. He's the first person that did it and he's still here and now is our yeah. developer. And, and he's happy as well. Happy people de- uh, develop new skill sets because they want to yeah. keep developing. And um, so, on the opposite side of that, then, what's something that you did super early doors that really did accelerate your agency's growth? Yeah, so I would say that the thing that we did super early doors that really helped us get ahead of the game uh, was focusing massively on the client service side of things. So mm. although, you know, the developers do a great job, the skills are, you know, I would, I would say pretty unmatched, really. Um, but we really, really focused on the communication um it was one of the first things out of the blocks you know made sure that we were fully communicating with clients throughout the project you know if there were any issues if there was anything we needed we invested heavily in uh, our project management system ClickUp, to make sure everything's kept in one place everyone has visibility of it and things like that and all that really helped us to do was if a project did you know it's the world of development there are going to be projects that go off the rails sometimes and it's just mm-hmm. part and parcel of what we do um, but because we had that process in place where, you know, speak to the client as soon as something's gone wrong or if something is at risk of going wrong, because we do that, it was much, much easier to manage a client rather than waiting, you know, two or three weeks until it gets too much and then telling them mm-hmm. on the end day that, you know, we're not going to deliver this today. Um, we were very, very clear in the fact of this is how we want to work with our clients. We want them to know everything that we do mm-hmm. um, because my previous experience with white label agency was the case of we get the designs, we go away, we build it. And they did a fantastic job. You know, the majority of the time we get the designs, we go away, we build it. And then we hand something back to you in a few weeks. So we took yeah. a bit of different tracks here, whereas we're going to be more collaborative with the agencies. Yeah. So we're not just going to be, 
a white label agency. You know, we are going to be your development partner. We're going to be as if working in your office. We're going to be there at the end of the phone, emails, and you're going to have full visibility of what we're doing every step of the way throughout your project. So you know exactly where we're at. And if there's anything that we need, you're going to be on hand for us as well. So that's what we implemented really, really early. And it's done nothing but help us. That's awesome, man. And communication is absolutely essential when yeah. you're running any agency, regardless of it. And and just a shout out there, I bloody love ClickUp. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, really it, it's my number one like uh, operational tool I recommend almost every single time from an agency uh, perspective. So someone's been listening to this podcast, they've been eagerly to hear your one piece of advice you would give an agency owner. They've come and knocked on the HRF door yeah. and they've said, I need to speak to Leah just about to start an agency and I want to want to know what one thing he'd tell me yeah. what would be that piece of advice my one piece of advice was would be to surround with surround yourself with people you trust but also allow mm-hmm. them to do their jobs as well so you know I, I get it as an agency owner I'm guilty of it you know and you know mm-hmm. I think most agency owners are they want to be involved in everything um, and mm-hmm. I understand why you know I've tried to get involved in project management in sales in HR in QA in account management everything um, but I think doing that you, you, you're not doing yourself any service whatsoever you're only getting part of the picture across a whole business um, but if you surround yourself with good people and people that you trust let them do their jobs and let them update you don't yeah. get involved don't you know, try to be everything because you you yeah. will never be everything in an agency. You need to do what you're there to do, and let the people around you do what they need to do, and everything will be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's sage advice. Um, get out of your own way as soon as you can. Basically, exactly you're usually going to yeah. be the bottleneck. Um, Lee, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been great talking to you today. Absolutely, my pleasure, Chris. It's been great speaking to you. And in our next episode, we'll be speaking with another agency leader to hear their story and the lessons they've learned along the way. Thanks very much for listening.